Riding around the house Mad at who's there and being in nobody's home It's true, wow, wow Happy New Year! It's your old chuckle buddy, guess who? Jonathan James Ramtran Reporting live for duty on this magnificent January 1st, 2019, in the year of our Lord. Fuck, I say that every goddamn episode and I fuck it up on the very first new year of the episode. Whatever. <laughs> on this magnificent January 1st, in the year of our Lord, 2019. Wow. Welcome to Jonathan Ramtran, the podcast. It's going to be a good one. Rejuvenated, refreshed, new year, new me, new lease, new life, new happiness, new problems. <laughs> it's a new year, baby. Welcome. Uh, you know, I went to get a coffee before recording this morning, or this afternoon now, rather. And, uh, you know, you know, you ever, I don't know, it's a little too intimate Sometimes, wishing people Happy New Year's, Merry Christmas, all that good stuff. It's a little intimate, you know? You want to be, sometimes I want to be closed-fisted. I want to keep my joy to myself. <laughs> it's a beautiful day in Toronto, Canada. Um, I hail from Toronto, Canada at the moment of this recording. And it's a beautiful Toronto New Year's Day. You know, sunny peaks of sunshine coming through the clouds. You know, it's warm out. Like, I don't know, it's probably like two degrees, zero degrees out. It's above zero. It's beautiful. A little bit sunny, a little mix of cloud and sun. No wind, you know. Everything's very still and calm. I see squirrels. Squirrels coming out of their little squirrels' nests, coming out of their little squirrels' nests, rooting around for fucking berries and nuts. Little squirrels, cute as a button, welcoming in the new year. You know, I saw a couple squirrels, a couple fucking pigeons, a couple seagulls. You know, I saw, I saw it all in the glory of the new year. It was amazing. But sometimes it's too intimate to like wish somebody a happy new year. You know, I'm feeling all this joy and all this love and all this beauty of the majesty of nature, you know, squirrels, fucking pigeons, seagulls. I'm just feeling the joy and the love. And, you know, I'm walking down the street. I'm trying to make no eye contact. <laughs> I don't want to look into your eyes on New Year's. Don't look at me, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> I'm not trying to make any eye contact. This joy is for myself. I can't spread this to you. See, look, a flock of pigeons just flew by. So beautiful. But I'm, I can't share this with anybody. <laughs> I'm keeping it for myself and for my dear listeners. Thank you very much. But, you know, and then I go and I get my coffee. And um, first I did a little shopping. It's like a Rabba. If you guys are familiar with Rabba, um, they're like a, a convenience store chain in Toronto. They may have them elsewhere as well. Elsewhere as well. Rabba, they're like a 24-hour convenience store. And there's also a Tim Hortons cafe in this convenience store. 
So I go in and I, you know, I bought a couple things, a couple snacks for the day, you know. Got some um, crispy, spicy plantain chips, you know. Zero uh, sugar, grams of sugar, no MSG, healthy little treat. I got some sparkling Perrier, Perrier, grapefruit water, because I'm a, you know, I'm an aristocrat. An aristocat? <laughs> Which cats are blessed with the finest furs and faces? Not anymore. The aristocats. I'm an aristocat, aristocrat. So I drink like Perrier bottled water. So I went and I, I bought a couple of these items at the convenience store. And I go up to the till. And this, uh, this little weirdo, little fucking bearded weirdo was working behind the till. This little, I don't know, Albanian weirdo looking dude scrunched up little face. I don't know, he was like 25 years old. I've seen him before. He's a little weirdo, right? And I'm like, should I wish this idiot a, a happy new year? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. He's just too weird. I don't want to be drawn into his world. <laughs> Give me a couple days to, to acclimate. What is it? Or acclimate. Give me a couple days to acclimate to this new year before I start wishing everybody a happy new year, right? I'm like, I don't know. This little weirdo is going to bring me off of my cloud, right? So I'm just like, uh, I kept my eyes down and I, I paid for my uh, Perrier bottled water and my plantain chips. And then he's like, have a nice night. It's in the middle, it's in the middle of fucking morning. You know, it was like 11.50, you know, almost noon. This idiot wishes me a, a good night. He goes, have a good night. I'm like, thanks, buddy, whatever, thanks. And then, then, it, then it hit me. I'm like, ah, you know, you shouldn't always be so um, calculated about who you let in to your happiness. If you got a good thing, just share it. You know, if you got a little extra goodness, share it. Share the happiness. Share the love. I don't know what the fuck he was frowning about. He was making time and a half. Big ups to all y'all workers. Anybody who's out there working on fucking uh, New Year's Day, God bless you. You're making time and a half. It's a smart thing to do. You're making money. You're going ahead in life. God bless. It's a blessing. So I, I didn't, you know, it's like, whatever, man. Um, he seemed a little disgruntled to be working, but I mean, come on, you're making time and a half. It's blessed. But the reason I mention that, though, is like why you can't always judge who you do or don't let into your life with your happiness. Um, when I went to the cafe, which is like also in the, in the convenience store, the Tim Hortons Cafe, which is inside this convenience store. It's an amalgamation, part coffee shop, part convenience store, all service. <laughs> Anyways, I go over to this fucking uh, cafe to get a coffee and, uh, oh yeah, a coconut donut, a, coconut, a toasted coconut donut and a chocolate chip cookie and a large black coffee. So I go over there to get that. And the little worker behind the till, the little cafe clerk, he seemed like in a good mood and chipper and shit, right? So after I got my order, I say to him, hey, thanks, man. Uh, happy New Year. And he's just like, rrr, rrr, rrr. he looks the other way. I'm like, what? <laughs> I was a bit of a U-turn. I didn't see that coming. I'm like, what the fuck? This guy was all chipper and nice, but he can't even wish me a happy New Year? Fuck him. <laughs> Anyways, thank you for tuning in to Jonathan Ramtran, the podcast. I am an actor extraordinaire. <clears throat>
Um, yeah, I've, I grew up in the theater, doing theater productions. I did some independent film. My goal is to just keep riding with that, keep cultivating that, and um, see it out to fruition. See how, um, see how the game plays out for me, right? Got to play to win, baby. I'm a stand-up comedian. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I've been doing that for like 10 years now. I live in Toronto, Canada. I'm trying to um, get my own shows produced right now because, you know, it's a tough city to make it in, you know? You're out here trying to bang it out with the best of them, you know? There's a lot of hopes and dreams out here, kid. And if you want to make it, you got to swing for yourself, right? You can't wait for the next man. You can't wait for the next woman, you know? you got to do it for yourself. So I'm out here busting my hump, doing the Lord's work. Job bless. Thank you. I am a temporary laborer. I go out there and do anything that makes the sound of money. Ka-ching! Whatever. I'll do it. Don't give a blood clot fuck. I'll fucking wash a deck. I'll sweep a floor. I'll mop a hallway. I'll buff a car. I'll fucking clean out a fucking garage. I'll take out garbage. You know? I'll babysit. Whatever makes the sound of money. I'm doing it. Busted my hump. Grinding. Right? For the love of the performing arts. And I am an alcoholic. <gasps> Sober. Two years. And, uh, I don't know, two years and one month and a few days. Yeah, I've been sober for two years, one month, and a few days in the beginning of 2019. Hallelujah. And um, I recommend... Well, actually, I don't recommend. I uh, encourage. I mean... Recommend? Yeah, I guess I recommend. No, I don't recommend. Recommending is like as if I have an interest in what you do, which I don't. You're free to live your life. But I do encourage you, if you are seeking recovery, to go out and seek recovery. Go out and do it. The world is yours. Um, yeah. So those are the four things that basically cover me. Actor, comedian, temporary laborer, alcoholic. Welcome to my podcast. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> last night, New Year's Eve. Getting used to the whole quietness of New Year's Eve um, as a recovered man. I, um, you know, usually I'll be, you know, shit-faced at some dive bar with some, you know, chubby chick around my arm, you know. Bless it, right? I love that. <laughs> you know, got my hands on some fucking, you know, some bubbly bubbly and uh you know <laughs> woo and you know waking up in some fucking alley some strange woman's bed you know waking up on the floor puking my brains out you know so it's like i'm getting used to this whole new quiet calm collected lifestyle yesterday i just chilled out i just watched like um one of my favorite um directors filmmakers of all time alfred Hitchcock. Good evening. Welcome to Alfred Hitchcock Presents. I'm standing here with a bow and arrow, but I'm not an Indian. And our next radio play, like he has like that weird fucking creepy, lispy, he's like a half of a lisp, half of a moron, half of an Englishman kind of accent. Good evening. I'm Alfred Hitchcock. But anyways, his films are dope. And, um, you know, uh, 
The Birds, um, Psycho, um, Dial M for Murder, um, Rear Window, um, Vertigo, The Lady Vanishes. Rope, The Trouble with Harry, um, North by Northeast, Northwest by Northeast, is that what it is? That's the one with Cary Grant? Oh, well, I say, I do. Uh, how, well, how do you like that? My name's Cary West. Uh, but, hello, my name's Cary Grant. Well, how do you like that? Well, I surely... Oh. Well, I sent in the cards for me. I'm an Englishman. I'm a gentleman, Cary Grant. I'm a stuffy, aristocratic gentleman named Cary Grant. Such a fucking mumbling idiot. But I, like, Cary Grant was in that movie in North by Northeast, North by Northwest or whatever. And that's another Hitchcock classic. I didn't see that one. So maybe I should go see that one. But um, anyways, one of my favorite directors. Last night what I did was I watched a bunch of... Um, the Alfred Hitchcock presents the Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah, Alfred Hitchcock. He had a TV show. Alfred Hitchcock presents. He had several TV shows. Alfred Hitchcock presents. That was like a half hour noir crime murder mystery thriller kind of a program. Every episode was a half hour, and it always involved some sort of thriller, some sort of suspense driven. Uh, story, you know, a husband murdering his wife for the insurance money, a wife murdering her husband for, um, because she has a secret lover, or like, um, you know, some kind of petty, squalid, kind of, um, grimy kind of, um, you know, plot. So, um, I was on, um, Daily Motion. Do you ever use Daily Motion? That's like another kind of, um, I guess like a video hub, a video upload site, kind of like YouTube, Daily Motion. Yeah, I mean, I don't usually use them, but they were the only place I could find these episodes. So I was on Daily Motion and I was watching uh, Hitchcock Presents. You know, I was really digging it. Just enjoying some quiet time, watching some movies that I like. Or sorry, some television programs that I liked. And, um, you know, I was fasting as well. I did all this, like, um, earlier in the week, I did all this, like, uh, shopping for uh, kind of, like, treats and goodies and snacks, shopping for um, for New Year's Eve. But what I did was I fucking wound up eating it all in, like, one day, right? So, like, December 30th, I just gorged on, like, gummy bears, nibs, Twizzlers, chocolate bars, fucking um, chips and salsa, salsa. I was just eat, stuffing myself silly like a fucking pig. I was just eating myself like a eat myself into a fucking stupor. I guess because um, you know, yeah, one of my goals in the new year is to like cut down on the sugars cuz like I'm in pretty good shape. I work out, but like I know I could go further. So that's my goal in the new year is to see how far I could really take my um my exercising. See how see how much uh See what kind of results I can get if I really get a strict diet and kind of focus on my workouts a little bit more. Just to see what kind of a 
result I can get. So, like, I guess part of why I stuffed myself silly was because, like, you know, it's the end of days. <laughs> I got to make some adjustments here in the new year with my eating. So I was just trying to get my kicks while they lasted, right? So I was eating like a pig the last few days. So um, yesterday I decided to fast. I'm like, yeah, let me fast. Let me fast it out. So I didn't really eat very much yesterday. I did, like, intermittent fasting. Inter- intermittent that's something I've been doing for a while, actually, before. It's been very popular lately, lately. intermittent fasting. People, they, um, you know, they'll eat a meal at night, they'll eat their dinner, and they'll space out the time in which they'll take until their next meal. You know, if they have a meal, they might wait 12 hours before they have another meal. You know what I mean? Just to give their body time to acclimate, acclimate, <laughs> There we go again. Um, acclimate. Give their body time to acclimate to the food that they ate. Digest it, process it, whatever. Intermittent fasting. So I've been doing that for a while, actually. I always thought it wasn't very healthy, but I, I'm like, is that healthy? I'm like, I don't know. Like, it, it seems to feel pretty good. It seems to do good for my body. Because, like, what got me thinking about that is, like, I used to watch, like, those UNICEF commercials where, like, children are dying from starvation in, like, African countries. It's like, if these kids don't eat every fucking day, why the fuck do I need to eat at exactly noon every day? It's so stupid. It's like, it's noon. Fill yourself with food. It's 8 o'clock. It's the morning. Eat yourself a breakfast. It's 6 o'clock. Eat dinner. It's like, it's just arbitrary. It's like, yo, just like eat when your body needs it. That's how I kind of started thinking. (laughs) And, um, you know... Those dying African children gave me some information on how to uh, kind of intermittently fast. God bless them. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I did that yesterday. And um, (laughs) trying to wash over that fucking uh, guilt of um, laughing at a starving African. But, um, you know, one of my hopes and dreams of my life in general, um, not so much a resolution, it's just more of a life goal. And as a life process, like a lifelong goal, so I eventually want to get to a place where I can really give back to people in need, really help those people out there and stuff. So if I got to crack a couple fucking um, mula, 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 starving African jokes just to turn a couple lousy bucks to get myself in a position where I can, you know, feed a starving African, then so be it. My lifelong goal is to help people. <laughs> One of them anyway. Pussy would be nice. But anyways... Um, so then I fasted and what else did I do? Um, oh yeah. Um, it was raining. It was a rainy night in Toronto. Such a rainy night. It was rained on, uh, Christmas or sorry, uh, New Year's Eve, which is kind of odd, but, um, you know, it was dope. Stood by the window. I was drinking another, uh, sparkling water cause I'm an Aristocat. I'm an aristocrat, aristocrat, and I, I stood by the window drinking my fucking Perrier water watching the rain fall yesterday, right? And I was like, whoa, it's a far cry from how I used to be, you know what I mean? And that's why I'm so thankful now, you know? Thankful for my sobriety, thankful for my recovery, because I was able to watch some Alfred, Hitch- watch some Alfred Hitchcock Presents, uh episodes 
I was able to fast. I was able to enjoy, to enjoy a nice, beautiful, rainy night. I was able to work on stuff for the podcast. I was on, I was on the computer, like editing some photos that I want to use for when I upload my podcast to uh, YouTube, right? Just some cover art. So I was working on little things for the podcast. I was watching the rain. I was making fun of African children dying of starvation. I was fasting. I was um, watching Alfred Hitchcock Presents. And that's such a far cry from where I used to be as an alcoholic this time of year. Like I said, I'd be shit-faced somewhere. I remember one um, New Year's in particular that was just really sad. I was like um, maybe a year into comedy, something like that, a year into stand-up comedy. And I'd went to like a disco, you know, or a club, whatever you kids call it these days. <laughs> it was blessed. I was at this club and um, I was drunk. I was hitting on women. Some of them were feeling it. Some of them weren't. I was more or less just making an ass of myself. And um, in the morning, it, it turned out I had lost my cell phone. I'd lost my cell phone. I didn't know where my phone was. Um, I was trying to get a hold of my friend, my like some of my friends to see if they knew what happened to my phone. I was hungover. I was hungry. I was a sloppy mess, unshaven, just just a grimy, fucked up drunk. And um, I, I, you know, I, I scamper over to the mall. Uh, this was in Edmonton, Alberta. I scamper over to the mall, West Edmonton Mall, and I go to Taco Bell. Taco Bell. And I order like a Fry Supreme, five soft tacos, large pop. So I'm sitting there just gorging myself on Taco Bell on New Year's Day, the beginning of the new year, hungover, just fucking ragamuffin looking fucking punk, sitting there stuffing myself full of fucking Taco Bell. And one of the waitresses from the comedy club that I was working at, she, she walks by and she sees me. She's like, oh, hi, John. I'm like, oh, hi. I'm just sitting there, fucking red shot eyes, bloodshot eyes, fucking unshaven, reeking like cigarette smoke and booze, gorging myself with fucking empanadas, fry supreme, chulupas, just sitting there like a fucking hot mess. And I'm like, wow, man, happy new year. What a loser. What, you know, and I was in the prime of my youth. I was like 25 or something, 26. No, I was even younger. I was like, I was like 23, 24, something like that, 23. I'm just like, wow, what a loser. You know, I remember thinking to myself, wow. But I still was like in my drunken uh, delusions. So like I wouldn't get sober for like another seven years. <laughs> but um, yeah, like it's such a far cry from the world that I used to live in, to the world that I'm in, to the world, it's such a far, it's such a far world away today from where I came from. I'm in such a good place. And like I said, I encourage anyone to go out and get recovery if that's something they need. You know, I'm not going to harp at you about it if it's whatever. It's, if it's something you're thinking about, I encourage you. Go out and seek it. Get into a program. Get into a. Um, get get go to meetings. You know, get active in in recovery. Um, as I was coming back from the uh, the the coffee run 
when I went to get coffee this morning or this afternoon or whatever. I guess it was like afternoon. It was past 12. So when I was coming back from my coffee run this afternoon, I saw this lady, crackhead, meth head, whatever the fuck, you know, um, she's still dressed up from New Year's. You could tell she's got the stockings on and the high heels in broad daylight now, though. Face looks all hungover and shit. And she had this giant life-sized Pikachu. You know Pikachu from Pokemon? Pikachu. <clears throat> Pikachu. <clears throat> Let me take a sip of coffee. Let's see if I can do a Pikachu impersonation. <sighs> she had like this Pikachu doll, right? Pikachu. Pikachu. <clears throat> I can't really do it. I don't know. Been kind of sick lately too. I'm getting better though. But anyway, you know, I had this. Uh, she had this fucking Pikachu doll, this life-size Pikachu doll, and she was like wrestling with it. She was wrestling with this stuffed animal on the side of this fucking sidewalk. She's like fucking throwing elbow drops, slapping it around, throwing it on the ground. I'm like, what this? What's this crazy whore up to, right? Excuse my language. <laughs> and she's like slapping this thing around, punching this fucking Pikachu doll, right? I'm like, wow. That's how you start your New Year's? Wrestling with a Pikachu? A fucking stuffed animal? She's wrestling with a stuffed animal? Welcome, welcome 2019? Wow. So I'm just grateful. So grateful for where I am today. And uh, just going to keep riding that lightning, you know? It's invigorating. Also something that was kind of fun in the last few days was... Um, as I mentioned in the last podcast, my friend in recovery, she went and made me cookies as a Christmas gift. She made me like a tin of cookies. And I was like, oh, wow, I was really thoughtful. So then, you know, I started to think, well, I should return the favor. And she's really into beading. You know, she's an older woman. She's into um, crafts. Well, I guess anybody's into it. It doesn't really matter what age. But she's into like beads. She's into like doing like bead work, making necklaces, making... Uh, bracelets and shit, right? So I'm like, let me see if I can go find her some funky beads to start doing some, you know, to make some, you know, whatever, jewelry or whatever the fuck, right? So I go down to the bead district. There's a beading district, an arts and craft district. It's at like Queen and Spadina in Toronto, Canada, just a little bit west of Queen and Spadina. There's like a whole like craft uh, craft, fabric, beadwork, fucking sector, area, whatever you want to call it, right? I get down there, right? I'm like, I go to the first bead store, and it's closed. And then on the front of the store, it says, relocating to a larger location. They're upsizing, right? I'm like, really? I'm, the whole time I was thinking, like, who the fuck even beads? Who even does this shit, Right? I just thought my crazy old friend in re recovery does that, right? I'm like, who actually does beadwork? As, as I'm sitting there looking at this sign saying that the store is closed and they're opening up a bigger branch, this like young fucking cute little muffin, this cute little chick pulls up on a bike, right? She pulls up on her bike and she's like, oh, what the fuck? It's closed? I'm like, uh, yeah. <laughs> she's like, oh, and I was like, really? Hot chicks bead? I didn't know hot chicks beaded. And like, it was like 
bustling with activity. Everybody was trying to get to the bead store. So then I went to this other bead store, and there was this other brother, right? There was just like this black guy, this other black guy. He's in there buying beads too. I'm like, what? I didn't know brothers beaded, right? Making dashiki ensembles and shit, I guess. I don't know. So then he's, he's looking for beads. He's like, he's like, what's up, bro? You bead? <laughs> I'm like, um, no. <laughs> I'm actually just getting this stuff for a friend of mine. He's like, okay, cool. And then um, this Asian lady, she was like watching us. Hawkeye, Hawkeye, Hawkeye. She's like looking at us, right? I'm like, holy shit. Excuse my voice, holy shit. Like, um, I usually hate it when podcasters say that, but it's like, I really can't use my voice the way I usually do today. It's just kind of raspy. I don't know why. I just got over a cold. I'm feeling better, but my throat is still a little bit raspy. Let me take a drink of uh, tea here for a second, or... uh, Coffee. Got this fucking rasp in my voice. I kind of like it, man. It makes me sound like um, you know, distinguished. You know, uh, you know, uh, maybe not distinguished, but like uh, lived. It gives me like a lived and worn and lived and a lived in feeling. Anyways, man, brothers be beating, right? There's all these niggas like buying beads and fabric and shit. I'm like, what in the fuck, you know? You know, art life matters. I'm like, what in the blood clot, right? They're buying fucking beads and sewing needles and shit. And and then all of a sudden, like, I was just like in it. I was in this fucking community of people just making arts and crafts and shit. And um, um, I was looking around trying to find like the best beads, right? I'm like, what what are, what's, I'm I'm like, well, I know my friend, she likes like purple and blue. So I was like looking for like purple and bluish colored beads and stuff and I was having a real fun time doing it. But like I said, like this Asian lady, she was like watching us like a hawk. Hawkeye, Hawkeye. She's watching us, right? But then um, I went to a different store and these two other Asian ladies, um, they were like more around my age and they were cute. Oh, ding, ling, 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 ling. Very cute. And they're just like very like, let me help you. Can I help you? They were like helping me find beads and shit, and they were very helpful and cute and, um, you know, very um, servile. Is that the word? Servitude? Very servant-like, and it was, um, you know, pretty cute, you know? They gave me some fucking insight. They, 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 they wised me up to the game of beading and shit. They helped me find some spacers and little trinkets and shit, and um, I took a picture. I took a picture of, um, the, I had this little pink basket, I was walking around the fucking bead the bead store with this pink blast this pink basket. This black man with a pink basket looking for beads. So I was walking around and shit and um I took a picture of the basket. I'll put it on the podcast website, Jonathan-Ramtran.com. If you want to check out the uh uh the photo of me and these little beads, uh this bead basket that I was carrying around. So that was pretty interesting. And um, it felt pretty good. It felt like an interesting world, you know? Like, you ever, you ever get yourself into something different and now you got to figure it out and you're learning. You're learning something different. You're getting a backstage pass to a different world, the world of arts and crafts. It brought me back to my times in grade uh, nine when, like, me and my friends were sitting around pondering. We're like, hmm, how can we pick up some women? Well, you got to hang out where the women hang out. Oh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. They probably go to museums. 
So we used to like go to the museum, the art gallery, trying to be cute, you know, trying to pretend like we gave a fuck about culture, just trying to pick up some fucking, uh, you know, tail, right? Trying to pick up some women. And um, it brought me back to those days of, hey, you know, like there's a lot of women around here. <laughs> I, should start, I should start hanging out at bead stores more often, you know, or that might send the wrong message. <laughs> Who knows? But um you know, it was really interesting, and it got me thinking. Like, it seemed like a pretty fun hobby. There's some pretty interesting different types of beads and stuff. I was like, maybe I can get my hands on a couple beads and start learning how to do some bead work as a little hobby, right? It seemed pretty fun. So um, that was pretty interesting. I got some new shoes as well. Blessed, bro. It was so blessed. I went to Nordstrom's. Do you guys know Nordstrom's? Yeah, there's like a new Nordstrom's, uh, fairly new. Uh, opened up at Young and Bloor in Toronto, Canada. Uh, really the epicenter of Young Street, Young and Bloor. And um, yeah, it was like this this new Nordstrom's rack store, right? I went in there, and I'm poking around for a new winter jacket and shit. Didn't see anything I liked. Everything was pretty expensive. But then I went to the shoe department, and I'm looking, I'm thumbing through the shoes. I'm looking at the shoes and shit like that, right? I'm like, hmm, let's see what they got. I see this pair of black suede gum-soled pumas. Word, right? They're like these, they're those, those old pumas that like the Deftones or Corn or like you know, uh, you know, certain hip hop rappers and shit. They used to wear these in the '90s and shit, right? Like these skate puma shoes, right? Kind of like uh, canvas shoes, you know. And I was like, oh, word, those are pretty dope. I take a look at them, right? They were 50% off. They were $49. I'm like, word, man. No, no, they were $40. I was like, word, I'll, I'll pick these up. I go to the counter. Cha-ching! Turned out they were an additional 30% off. I got them for $30 plus tax. That's with tax all in, 30 bucks. Word up. I'm going to post a picture of it on the uh, podcast website again for all my dear listeners who are interested in my fashion sense um, I started taking pictures of the shoes that I buy because um, in a previous episode, I think it was episode 30, Canada Day, 2018, I bought a pair of shoes and um, at Winners, and I'm standing in line, and this, this fucking clown in front of me, he was like, oh, word up, play, word up. He had like these baby, he had like these like dark royal blue Nikes, and he was taking pictures of them, and he was putting them on Instagram. I'm like, how pathetic is that? Like, you're taking pictures of the shoes you buy? Then I thought about it. I'm like, well, maybe it's fun. Maybe it's just a fun little thing and something interesting to do. And I don't know. Why not? So I took a picture of the shoes that I bought. So now that's my new thing. I take pictures of the shoes I buy. <laughs> I don't buy them that often. But when I do, I use um, <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> I take a picture of these shoes. and I don't even have an Instagram. I do have an Instagram account, but I never use it. But um, I'm going to take a picture of these shoes. I'm going to put them on the website. They're pretty funky, pretty cool. Glad I got them. Good deal. And that's just like a little blessing, the gratitude of um, this new year that we're coming into, right? Feeling good and hopeful, optimistic, and just riding it out, you know? Riding out the happiness, you know? Keeping it going forward. Um, plans for the new year, you know? I always got a plan, you know? Keep on keeping on. Like I said, actor, comedian, got to make a big fucking shift in that domain this year. Um, like I mentioned, the, the plans are in works to start producing my own shows. 
and I hit the ground running. Tomorrow, um, I'm, I got to send another email. Um, I've been contacting a few venues to produce shows. They've been slow getting back. I'm going to hit them up with another email tomorrow, beginning of the new year, back to business, first business day of 2019. Hit them up with an email. Yo, Wagwan, what's up? You got hot fire coming at you. Jonathan Ramtran, the podcast, wants to fucking do a show up in your motherfucking grill. You assholes home. Ring. Hello. Somebody answer the fucking door. Don't you idiots know I'm one of the best in the fucking city? Wake up. Jonathan Ramtran has arrived. So I'm going to be up those assholes' asses like fucking uh, tampons and Tampax coming this fucking uh, Wednesday morning tomorrow. You better watch your fucking ass. And, uh, and on top of that, I'm going to be knocking on doors trying to get shows produced and shit. Um, just like independent bar gigs. Things that are going to help me um, have little pockets where I can go and meet other comics and um, work on my craft, right? Nightly, just bang it out, turning over material, working material, getting back into the love and culture of, not back into it, but more solidly into it. Because like I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, you got to do it for yourself. In this life and times that we lead, we got to do it for ourselves. Maybe it's always been that way to a greater or less extent, but it's definitely more prevalent in this day and age. You got to do it for yourself. You got to get up there, grab the bull by the horns and do it for yourself. Whether you're making fucking arts and crafts, beadworks, fabric softeners, whenever you're doing that shit, or if you're fucking, you know, you're a CPA or you're a fucking um, construction worker or you're a child care worker or you're a, whatever the fuck you are, you got to do it for yourself. You got to be motivated for yourself to get yourself the opportunities and in turn, people will see that and try to move with you, or they might want to have nothing to do with you. But either way, you got to do it with yourself. <laughs> you got to do it with yourself. And you got to, you know, get it going for you. And that's going to open up opportunities. So that's basically what I'm going to do. Keep on keeping on. And um, yeah, that pretty much kind of sums it up. Um, in terms of what my plans are for the new year. Also, I want to get um, some new bass gear. As I mentioned before, I'm a bass guitar player, and if you like some of the uh, new smooth tunes on uh, Jonathan Ramtran, the podcast, the intro, you might know a certain somebody playing bass. You might notice a certain somebody playing bass on that track. But, um, yeah, I want to get some new bass gear. I've been waiting too long. Like I said, I've been grinding, busting, grinding, you know, putting my money towards producing my shows, putting my money towards the uh, important things in my life. And, um, well, there's, a, I mean, my hobbies are important, but they're not the most important. But um, playing bass is my hobby. It's important to me. And um, it's about time I invest in that area. I've been playing on, um, I got a PV Milestone. It's like, a, that's the bass that I play on. It's a, it's like a jazz bass configuration if that means to anything to any guitarist out there or anybody but anyways it's a it's got the jazz configuration it's a pv milestone from like the early 2000s i bought it for like 90 bucks from some housewife who had given up on her punk dreams and had a couple kids i bought it off her a few years back and um and i'm also playing out of this uh this fender rumble it's like a it's like a low-end fucking uh, Fender uh, bass amp. 
Now, Fender makes a lot of great products, and actually Fender's my favorite guitar brand. Um, I've always wanted a Fender Jazz, I always wanted... Uh, but in terms of amps, I'm not too into the Fender amps. Like, uh, I think I want to try Ampeg. I want to go Ampeg. That's like the, that's the amp that a lot of bassists use. I want to see what they sound like. I want to try them out first. I have to go and hear them first. That's the more important thing. So I'd have to go down and test out a few different amps when, I, when I'm purchasing. But um, anyways, that's my plan. I want to upgrade my, uh, my gear because it's old and kind of, kind of, uh, it's just, it's a need of, um, it's in, it's in dire need, of, not dire, but in need of, uh, a supplement, you know what I mean? So I want to go out and get some new gear. I think that's going to excite me to further my playing and, um, you know, keep inspired in this new year. And, um, that'll be another blessing because, um, you know, what else can I be but blessed? So blessed. And in conclusion, I would like to thank you very much for your previous year of listening to Jonathan Ramtran and the podcast. Going forward into the new year, like everything I mentioned, gratitude, learning, risk-taking, appreciation, blessings, hope, higher power, and a lot of love. It's your old chuckle buddy, guess who, Jonathan James Ramtran, reporting live for duty on this magnificent January 1st in the year of our Lord, 2018. <laughs> Fuck you. 2019. Happy New Year. I don't want to get too intimate by wishing you that. But Happy New Year. It's 2019. I'm going to still be writing 2018 in my journals for the next couple days now. But, you know, pretty soon I'll get the hang of it. 2019 in the year of our Lord. Happy New Year. If you got any questions, queries, or qualms, you can hit me up. jr.thepodcast at gmail.com That's jr.thepodcast at gmail.com Till next time. Job less, live it, love it, realize it. Peace.